Hey guys, thank you for checking out the podcast, Creative On Tap. I'm here with Juan Saavedra. Hey, you know, I've known this guy for a few years now, since high school, and we're 30. We did, you just turned 30, I just turned 30 in July. Um, Juan is a good friend of mine. We've done business together, and you know, as we're scaling our businesses, as I'm getting into more creative space and content creation, uh, we just kind of touch, touch base, and I think he has a really good, um, financial bit to share with you guys on just uh, emergency funds, um, talking about debt, good debt, is debt good, is debt bad, you know, we're going to unpack that for you. And I think he's got a lot of wisdom and insight to share. So whether you're in high school, college, or you're in your 20s, or if you're, you're a parent, I think we have some really, really good content for you guys. And uh, I think we're going to unpack a lot of ground, a lot of new things that uh, this might be your first time hearing about finances or you've heard about finances, but I think we're going to really bring some insight in a different way. And I'd love to just hear what Juan has to say. And um, yeah, can't wait for you guys to check it out. Juan, want to tell us a little bit about yourself for anyone that's new or well, everyone that's new to the podcast. Yeah, but, pretty much yeah. everybody. Yeah. So a uh, quick little bit about me. So been an entrepreneur now since... I was 21, so about nine years now. I started in the insurance world, in the financial world. I quickly did a turn into the marketing field. That's where I spent the bulk of my entrepreneurship. I was able to build a $2.5 million company, and then over the last 24 months, did a drastic shift in back into the financial world. And as a pretty much a financial coach, through Ramsey Solutions, Dave Ramsey's company, and now that's just what I've been doing, helping people, our youth, businesses, entrepreneurs do the right things financially, teach them the right financial habits, tips and tricks yeah. to help you get to that next level in right. your money, you know? Great. So that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today. Awesome. Well, thank you for checking in and yeah, we're just going to let it roll. Enjoy. All right, so Juan, so we talked about finances, good debt versus bad debt. Yep. Debt in general is yep. bad. Hate it. Don't don't accrue debt, yep. right? You want to pay it off and have that financial freedom, right? You don't want to be a slave to debt. Yep. You know, what do we want to transition into next? What do you got for us? So why you should have an emergency fund, right? Back to the debt conversation. The reason people get into debt is because they're not saving. That's like against the norm today. And okay. then guess what happens? Something happens. You, yeah. The car breaks down. You need new brakes. Uh, something goes wrong. Or maybe like last year, maybe you had a couple months where you didn't have work because yeah. of the craziness. And guess what happens? You got no savings. Right. So the only option is a credit card, a right. personal loan, right. Right. Uh, whatever. And then guess what happens? Another thing. Well, it becomes because the payment is no problem to you. It's 200 bucks. You don't change the habit. Mm. You stop. You don't continue to save, and then it happens again. Okay. And then Christmas shows up, and then a birthday shows up. Right. And then, God forbid, you get another accident. Before you know it, this is how people find themselves in thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars of debt. Yeah. So I say, put savings as part of your life. Like yes. you should save ten percent of every paycheck you have, whether, yeah. regardless of where you are, so that you can protect yourself. From emergencies, right. and you don't go back into debt. So, talk to us about emergency fund. This is I love this concept from Dave Ramsey. Once I heard it personally, yeah, it changed my whole financial aspect of yeah. like, oh frick, this happened. So now, instead of freaking out, I'm prepared for it. So, talk talk to us. What is emergency fund, and like, 
how much that is and why people should have it. Yeah, yeah. So emergency fund is pretty much money you have set aside that okay. you don't touch unless it's an emergency. Like, just like I spoke about, car repair, hospital stuff, medical emergencies. God forbid you actually have to transition to jobs. Like right now people are leaving jobs yeah. left and right, getting new careers, but you need to have money in between, right? Mm. But what you, you should have is three to six months of your expenses yeah. set aside. So if you make five grand a month, and let's say your expenses are three grand a month, yeah. you need anywhere between nine to 27,000 in the bank. Right. And then think sense. of the think how like secure you would feel. Yeah. Good day, bad day. You, you have it just you know on reserve. Yeah, like again, is stuff gonna happen? Right. Yeah, dude, stuff's gonna happen, but imagine the next time you get a thousand dollar bill in the mail for something and yeah. you have twenty grand in the bank, how do you feel? Yeah. It's annoying, like, don't get me wrong, like it sucks, like you're pissed about it, but you have something ready for your it. mind doesn't go into mm-hmm. oh man, how am I gonna handle this? The mentality, right? That's oh. really good. You know, so I think that's something that everybody needs to start. Like, yeah. where, regardless of where you're at, if you're like in college and you're listening to this, you should have the same thing. If you're an adult or whatever you are, you gotta start saving. Yeah, really good. Uh, so baby, this is baby step. I think that's baby step two. Baby or step three? three. Three. Baby step three. I want to talk about baby step one, right? Because I think this really changed financial aspect and mentality of emergencies, like. Um, like I needed my my breaks done, right? It was like six hundred dollars. Yeah, but dude. baby step one for Ramsey Financial, and I loved it, was have um, five hundred dollars, or it's really recommended one thousand dollars, like saved up as your emergency fund. Yeah. Well, I was talking about the three six, like fully funded, fully funded. Yeah, money. just in case like COVID happens, right? You had that three to six months prepped. Yeah. For so you're not like struggling or freaking out, but the yeah. one thousand dollars was such a game changer for me because. Oh, yeah. When we finally had it, we, we essentially just transferred it to like a savings, savings account. Yeah. And now we looked at that money sitting on savings just so much. It was just different. Instead yeah. of everything all in check and we're like, oh crap, this happened. My brakes need to be fixed. Yeah. $600 is like, oh, we, we planned for this. It's That's not right. more like a emergency. Frick, this happened. Yeah. Like now we got, now, now it's like this annoyance. It's yeah. more this preparation for, okay, we have, we, we have, this is why we have an emergency savings. How did it make uh, Esther feel? It was good. Like, we both look at it, and if anything happens, we're like, oh, well, well this isn't checking. This is an emergency. Like, That's right. And then, you know, we paid it off. Yeah. It just, just clear it. Yeah. And then we just refilled that 1000 again for the next That's time. That's right. Happens. Step one, regardless of where you're at financially, you got to have a 1000 bucks set aside as an emergency because stuff's going to happen. And it'll create two things for you. Number one... It'll create peace in your heart and in your mind. So whatever life throws at you, most things at least, $1,000 you can figure it out. And then number two, it'll create a sense of security. Yes. Like, all right, regardless of what you're making, right? I don't care what you're making in income. Right. You have security. You feel like, oh, I'll be be okay. Like, I could figure this thing out. Yeah. You know? And then then after that, make sure you're budgeting, right? Because then you can continue to grow that savings. Yeah. You know? Says. Biblically, yeah, people without vision, they're just due to fail. Right? That's right. So you have to have vision. So we don't have budgeting on it, but highly recommend you even just big picture, right? You're yeah. making $10,000, save $1,000, give $1,000 and live off of the 8,000, right? That's You're what I said before, yeah. Living 
below your means, right? So That's right. Extending yourself. Well, also like budgeting, what it does for you is it creates like a sense of security because most people, they don't budget, right? Like they get a paycheck and they don't make a plan for it. And then right. two weeks later, they're like, where did the money go? Right. And they're stuck. Just and you don't know what's up. And then you're waiting between the paycheck. But when you start budgeting, you already know how much is going to this. You know how much is going that, right? Like, it again, I know right now we're in holiday season. If you're going to spend a 1000 bucks for Christmas, why wait until December? Yeah. Have it planned out. If you save 300 bucks this month, next month, December, yeah, yeah. you're done. $1,000. $1, yep. 100%. Yep. Christmas is right around the corner. I think that's solid. Solid. Esther and I, we... We have, we reverse engineer, right? We're like, okay, so this is how much I think we can be comfortably. Yep. We have 20 people we want to give to, we want to give gifts to. Yep. What can we do with $200 or $300, right? And it's yeah. something super small. I think people go crazy with gifts. That's a gift they personally. like buy like the newest things or like this stuff, which is great if you can, but... It's, it's like the little things, right? Don't let the holidays set you back. Yeah. Most people buy out of habit. Like, oh, my family is giving. Does that mean you have to be? My friends are doing all this fancy stuff. Does that mean you have to be? Right. Like, I, something I, my wife and I do, we save for Christmas every year. Yeah, like, it, we, it, December every year, we save $100 per paycheck. And then that's what we spend on giving, on yeah, gifts. Great. Yeah. And then it's at the end of the year. Doesn't it's not a worry. Yeah, that's really good. So emergency fund and budgeting. Just plan, planning and budgeting. Um, yeah, that's really good. Let's transition. Where are we going transition? Let's to? um let's talk about what I was talking about with uh, the youth. The the high the school year old story? The high school kids. Oh, this is so good. I want you guys to tune in, parents especially, yeah. or if you're going to be parents, I think this is so good. So check this yeah. out. Check this out. So one thing that I teach to the personal finance group uh, for like a high school edition, I'm teaching right now a couple of 13 and 14 year old kids personal finance. And most 13 year olds and 14 year olds, what do they know about money? Nothing. Nothing. So they know they want to save up for an Xbox. Yeah, we're, yeah, they're they're hooked on PlayStation Five right now. Like they yeah, don't even and know. Not learning in school. So no, school's not teaching. No, it's not. So one thing I taught is start preparing for the big stuff. Yep. What are the big things? Car, college. So I get a call from a mom on Monday, and she goes, "Juan, we have a problem." I'm like, "Oh Jesus, what did I say <laughs> during this meeting?" And she goes, "My son asked me to take him to the car dealership on Saturday." Yeah. I'm like, oh, don't worry. That's part of his homework. She's like, <laughs> she's like, how is that homework? I said, well, we had a conversation about when you turn 16 or 17, you got to buy a car and mom's not going to get you a brand new BMW. So I want you to go to the car dealership, find the car you like, and mm. then start saving for the car. So one thing I teach the young guys and ladies is every bit of money you get, give, save, spend. Yeah. Most people, it's opposite. It's spend everything, save wow. a little bit. Wow. So I teach, hey, you got a $100 paycheck? Great. Let's give 10% to right. the, your church or Sorry. wherever you're doing, your charity. Yeah. Let's save 10% minimum. And then let's spend after that. Yeah. And then, but here's the thing. This kid went to the dealership and he said, all right, I'm going to buy a $7,000 car. His goal is to save that between now and 17. Yeah. So he a piece of cake for him. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So many people were like, we know... The formula, or we've heard it, but it's just really the discipline, diligence of just the little thing, just putting it into action, right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to take these $50, $100 from my paycheck. 
I'm just gonna put it on reserve. I'm not yeah. gonna like look at it, right? Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So like for my parents listening to this, I wanna challenge you, have this conversation with your son, sons, daughter, daughters, whatever. And like, I don't care if they're 12. Like, why don't you talk to them about yeah, it? Yeah, that's really good. Why don't you, oh, this is another unpopular opinion. Why don't you tell them what you're going to do for them? Right. Incentive. That's great. Like, for me, like, I grew up with a really humble lifestyle, mm. right? Like, my family and I don't come from money. So mm. my mom, when I was 15, she goes, hey, you're going to have to buy your first car to get around to college soon. Yeah. I want you to know, you can expect $500 from me. Mm. And I'm like... Okay, <laughs> sounds like I need to start making money. Yeah, sounds like I need to figure this thing out, and yeah. it created a sense of urgency for me. Like, mm-hmm. all right, the urgency that yeah. And this is where this started from. I said, yeah. okay, let me. How do I? How do I share this to? I wish I knew it was at thirteen because right. I would have saved that hundred dollars my grandma gave me. Yeah. Instead of buying a PlayStation controller right. or like something, you know. Yeah, so good. That's really good. I think this is so important. Um, is really what you learn about finances at home really translates to like how you're going to look at finances for the rest of your life. And yeah, if you're man. in this pattern, it's just good to recognize it, yeah. but you got to be just self-aware of like, am I budgeting? Am I saving? Am I like giving this, am I being generous with what I have? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. am I doing just like spend, 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 and then yeah. I only have $5 left. I guess that's my savings, right? It's that's being right. so intentional about it. So yeah. I think that's so good. I love that 13-year-old story too because it really yeah. shows like vision to that 13-year-old, right? Imagine like, oh, shoot, this is the car I want. Mom's not just going to magically give it to me. Mm-hmm. And even if mom can, it's good to just teach your children like the discipline and diligence of just like working hard. That's right. Working smart for your money, right? It's being a good steward of your money. Yeah. Like you're I learning that so at 13. And it's while we're on this, go ahead. It's way easier to teach a 13 year old than a 30 year old. Yeah. How, how to do it. Too. It's the habits. Back to habit. We talked about you know, it. If, if you lay that foundation for them at a young age, they'll take that with them for the rest oh, of their yeah. life. Oh, yeah. While we're on this, let's do a quick clip about this. Um, here's a quick financial tip for you parents out there. How many of you parents have ever had a hard time getting your kids to do chores? Okay, everybody, yeah. Create what I call a commission structure for Mm. your kids. Here's what that looks like. So, Nick, you take the trash out, you get a dollar. Nick, you don't take the trash out, you give me a dollar. You do the laundry without me asking you, you get $10. Hey, you mow the lawn because that's what you're supposed to do. That's part of your rent, by the way. Because <laughs> um, we're going to start teaching you that you got to pay for housing. Ooh. If you don't mow the lawn, though, um, we are, you're not going to get an allowance this week. Mm. And then great. it creates, yeah. number one, work ethic. Like, what are you teaching your kids? Right. You got to earn your money. But yeah. two, you're teaching them responsibility. Yeah. And then moms, you don't got to be worried about your son or daughter fighting you to do the chores. Right. That's really good. No, I've seen both problems. I've seen that in effect with one specific family. I see just like I've known this family for for a long time, and yeah. once I saw them how they handled finances and talked about it with their kids, they think about money. They're already cognizant of it, right? Yeah, man. And it's not in like, oh, I need money. It's just like this awareness that's mm-hmm. just different no. amongst different kids, right? Yeah. And I think that's really really important to just talk and there's still love right you love your kids you don't want to be like all right well this is your rent otherwise we're kicking you out you want to nurture them with love yeah we have, i didn't say take away but it's like <laughs> don't expect without yeah because i think 
people are like losing the work ethic conversation. Mm, 100%. Like, it's weird. Like, millennials, don't get mad at me when I say this. There's only two kind of millennials I meet super ambitious, motivated go getter, or like live in your mom's basement until 37. Yeah. And you, I don't get it. Yeah. It's two. Like, I don't, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. I, I haven't met anything different. I think there's some people in the middle ground, but yeah, no, I think we can talk about very, the, the very large group. I'm talking yeah. about majority. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's the vision, right? It's the vision yeah. on what you want to do with your life. And, it's, a, uh, yeah, it's a mentality, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the mentality of today's day and age is... It, it is a lot of like, oh, woe is me. It, life is unfair. Uh, and I don't feel like I should work this hard for this. Yeah. Again, this little tip could solve that. Because now they know from 12 years old... Yes. like. I got I to gotta mow the lawn because that's what ex- is expected of me yeah. to help my house, help my mom, help my dad, help my brother. Yeah. You know, um, man, we're, this is flowing real well. But while we're on this conversation, here's another thing of why I tell families to get out of debt, right? What so you get out of debt, you work hard, and now you got, you keep all your paychecks. Yeah. Like whatever you make, like I don't know, that's a conversation. Now... Here's what I did with another client of mine, right? They worked their butts off. They paid off $50,000 in six months. Yeah. Sacrificed hard as heck. They just saved a bunch of money. Guess what they're doing this month? Buy another house? No, they're buying another house. But I said, you you guys need a vacation. Oh. Your family has sacrificed so yeah. hard. And they have five kids. And I'm like, why don't you go to the bank, take out $5,000 in cash, because that's what you're going to spend on the vacation, and bring all the kids in the meeting. And you guys talk as a family about where we're going for vacations wow. versus just them expecting to go to Disney World. Mm, that's really good, man. And then you're okay. teaching the kids how to spend money. Yeah. They all, and like what you can do, what you save, right? What you, you can do with that money. Right. No, that's what does so, that money buy that's you? so big, man. Just like thinking, as a kid, shoot, like I don't know about money. I don't know how much to expect a year, but I know when I am successful, I could be like mom and dad and I could get to go on vacation, right? Like they, they think... Finances. If I do well, I can go on vacation. Yeah. And there, you you bring that relationship to good relationships versus like a bad habit that they've picked up because they weren't taught it. Right. Yeah, so dude. I think that's so so good, man. And then it, guess where this guess why I think this is so important because if you teach this now, what's gonna happen if you don't have these conversations? What's gonna happen when your child is twenty one? Right. And they're around college friends and everyone's saying, "Let's go to Miami for spring break." Yeah. That doesn't sound like a problem. Yeah. What happens with, oh, let's go to Cancun. Yeah. I was, I don't know if you guys can relate. That was all I was, when I was in college, was all yeah. it was. I didn't get that. Right, right. It's right. a different conversation. Yeah. Very, very different. It's a very, different very conversation. Cool. Yeah, I think that's really good, man. Really, really good. Just habits and so important on family. And if this is your first time kind of hearing about finances, listening to finances, or you just tuned in because you know us personally... Um, yeah, we hope this has been really good. I know I'm getting like a lot of insight. Like yeah. we're not parents yet, but this is even good for like future planning and like how oh, yeah. how do we want to raise our, our kids? How do we want to raise our family and what kind of mindset do we want them to have, right? So that's right. That's, really, really that's right, man. Um, one thing I always say, money is just a resource. Money is just a tool to help you. Yeah. I always say, what are you leaving behind? Yeah. What's the legacy you're teaching and giving to your future? Hey guys, Wants a Major here. Just shoot me a follow if you want some more financial advice.